fruit facial scrub just sounds a little bit too much like St. Ives to me. Remember those apricot St. Ives scrubs of the 90s? I mean, I think it still exists, but... St. Ives is like the venom of skincare like Horrible. it is just like that a tox it may as well have a skull and crossbones on the packaging it is that bad for your skin hello everybody Welcome to Put the Lotion in the Basket. I'm Patrick. I'm Anna. Hi, Anna. Hey, how are you? I'm doing really good. Good. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about today, Anna. We do. But before we do that, let's just do a quick skin check-in. Yes. Is it going okay since last week? It's going okay. I have to say today I deviated from my usual product which is the suntegrity five-in-one bb cream mm-hmm. today i just did a sheer mineral sunscreen that doesn't have any tint and then like a little bit of cover up kind of on top of it to like just cover up little spots here and there i kind of regret it i feel like my skin is like i don't know i feel like it's not my best skin day but you know sometimes you just want to switch it up and see yes Just to see. If anything, just to confirm that the stuff you have is as magical as you think it is. Yeah. Sometimes you need to walk away. (laughs) You know, it's like if you love someone, set them free. And if they come back to you, then they were always yours, you know? Absolutely. I don't know if that analogy really works. But (laughs) I I see the logic behind it. And actually, I was doing something. I've done something similar. Like, I'm using these two. I bought these two different SPFs from Sephora. One is... It's called Innisfree um, SPF 36. And the other one is Supergoop Tinted SPF 40. Now, I love a tint. I love a little bit of something. Not, I, I can't look like foundation, but I like something that can just kind of um, even out the rosacea. <laughs> um, and I've got it on today. And this, my problem with it is it, it gives me a bit of a shine that is reminiscent of the Tin Woodsman. <laughs> Do you, can, do you know what I mean? And like, looking at me now, can you kind of see that? And don't be polite. Tell me if, do I look a bit shiny today? You're a little bit shiny. I am, aren't I? Yeah. And it's this, you know, I don't know if it's zinc or whatever they put in it, but it's just not giving me mm. what I need. Yeah, I will say it doesn't look, it doesn't look greasy shiny. It doesn't look greasy no, shiny. No, it looks metallic, but it looks which me- is almost worse. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... I'd rather be greasy than, oh God, I can't even look at myself today. Sorry. I just, you know, like, do you ever look at your face on your phone? Like on the oh, selfie camera? God, horrifying. It's horrible. I know like we all love an HD picture, but not when no. it's, not when it's close I mean, up to my face. Please tell me, right, that the camera phone is like, it, yeah, it picks it's not up reality. stuff that the human eye doesn't, yeah, yeah, right? It does. Okay, good. Yeah, it's a microscope. Okay, thank yeah. you. Because it, every time I look at it, I'm like... Oh no! Yeah, yeah, it picks up like moving bacteria, things that the naked eye can okay, never see. Perfect. So yeah, it's like so. Yeah, I just looked at my face, and now I feel really depressed. But yeah, so and again, what I usually use um, is the La Mer tinted moisturizer with SPF thirty five. And I'm sorry, but that I mean, it's it, you know, it it does what it says on the tin. It's a hundred dollars. It's worth every penny, in my opinion. So I'm just gonna ditch the Super Goop. And go back to La Mer. Yeah, you just have to stick with what works. I know. I think I learned my lesson today. I feel like um, the sunblock I'm wearing today might be making me a little bit metallic as well, actually. 
or something. Yeah. A little like Wednesday Adams slash yeah. metallic. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. is the season. I know. I'm like very, very pale. And uh, it's just, uh, well, you yeah. know, I found a gem with the Suntegrity 5-in-1 BB cream. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I need to get that. I've just, I've been stalling because it's, it's, how much is it again? It's like 40 bucks. Yeah, it's 40. Right, mm. right now, I'm like, needs to be like kind of 30-ish. That's my budget at the moment. The La Mer days are long gone. But the tube, <laughs> the tube is, I've had the tube for like over a year. But um, Milk that for Yeah, milk it for every drop. penny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, talking of doing that, I, someone's taught me a tip once. If you have a tube of any kind of cream that you're using and it runs out, i.e. nothing more comes out when you squeeze it, do not throw it away. Take a pair of scissors and snip about an inch and a half to two inches from the top of the um, tube. And you will find at least a week's worth of the product stuck at the top. I do that. You do it. I do. Maybe everyone mm-hmm. does it. And I think it's this life hack that no one else is doing <laughs> and everyone's doing it. But I started doing it. And I must say, like, I have got at least a week, if not two weeks worth of, like, use just out of the, just just dipping my finger in and, Totally. Oh, yeah. I've resorted to cutting open things that aren't even tubes, like thick, you know, bottles of stuff. I'll take scissors and stab it like a horror movie to just get that thing open. Because whatever product it is, I'm just determined to get every single drop out. Because, you know, I'm not made of money here. No, no, no. None of us are living the dream right now. So we've got to do what we've got to do. But I'm wondering if there's like a device that we can um, design. Oh. I've just, I'm just, I've got my Shark Tank ha- um, hat on now. Is there a device we can design that means you don't have to get a pair of scissors and cut the thing open and you can like, and it's like the, we'll come up with a, with a clever title. Oh. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah, let's put let's put that on the let's pin that on the notice board, and um, and we'll come up with something. Um, now, before we get, just one more thing, I want to talk about. You mentioned Wednesday Adams. I don't know if you've seen seasonal skincare on the market right now. I, I'm talking pumpkins. No. So I am a bit, I think I said this last week, I'm a bit of a basic Karen when it comes to fall. <laughs> and like, I've got this, I've got like about 20 miniature pumpkins in the dining room, you know, <laughs> as set design. I love, you know, I love myself a pumpkin latte or an apple crisp oat milk, oat milk I do too. Um, thing from Starbucks. So like I get into the whole fall thing. Okay. Sue me. Me too. I like all the pumpkin spice bullshit. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and you know, I throw on, throw on a, a shawl or a pashmina because the weather's a little bit you know, cooler here in LA. But anyway, this whole fall obsession has now is now seeping into skincare. And I've seen it I've seen a few pumpkin products, pumpkin enzyme products. I've actually bought a couple, a pumpkin peel and a pumpkin face wash from MyChell. Have you heard of MyChell? Yes. Yeah, Don't so, they sell it at Whole Foods? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. It's a very Whole Foods type of product because it's organic and expensive. Sold take my money um so I literally just bought it because I wanted to smell pumpkin when I was doing my um, skincare routine but I just don't really think pumpkins are the magic ingredient when it comes to improving your skin Mm. so I do feel like I've been sucked in but I noticed Kim Kardashian of all people she's just released a pumpkin enzyme peel really let me just I'm gonna google I'm gonna google how much this costs what do 
pumpkin enzymes promise to do pumpkins yeah they have vitamin a right does that have anything to do with I it think, well that's a really good question okay so hers so it's it's skin or skin by kim <laughs> <laughs> um there's no i or something there's no i in there's no i in skin there's no i in team or in skin according to kim kardashian <laughs> um so she has, a, it's a resurfacing mask with pumpkin enzyme. It's $65, which isn't bad for her. No, that's not bad. For luxury skincare, that's not bad. Yeah, and I mean, according to the blurb, it's the, the, the pumpkin enzyme, it, it exfoliates and resurfaces um, and sweeps away dead skin cells and hmm. minimizes the appearance of pores. All the stuff that everyone claims exfoliation um, stuff does. Okay. I truly don't even know what an enzyme is i don't i don't i, mean, I vaguely remember this from biology but no yeah clue. it's a word that if you put it in a on a skincare uh bottle <laughs> makes me want to buy it yeah there you that's go it, that's, that's isn't mostly it mostly what you it's, oh it's got know. enzymes oh, do, do, oh great. great if it's got enzymes and no parabens then i again i don't even know what a paraben is no but i know that clue. it's not supposed to be in my skincare so if it's if it's got an enzyme Slap another $15 on it. Yes. And then well, sounds, mugs like me will buy it. It sounds kind of like vaguely reproductive. So I just think I make this association like, oh, enzymes, it's going to like give me baby skin. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. According to apothecary.com, this is why you need pumpkin in your skincare routine. The enzymes in pumpkin, we still don't know what enzymes are, break down the bonds that hold dead skin cells together. And that means they can penetrate deep into the skin to unclog pores, reduce inflammation, and prevent breakouts. Okay. I mean, that sounds good. Yeah, but I've heard it all before. I mean, me too. If, I've heard right, it all before. This is before. what every ingredient says it does. Is there one person that just writes all of the ingredients uh, blurb for every single be. skincare? Because it's the same. It's like there's a Bible or a directory somewhere that people just go, oh yeah, this is what we'll say about pumpkin enzymes. Truly. And I mean, if I can, like retinol does all that too. So it's kind of like, yeah. why do I need pumpkin enzymes? Yeah, I don't think we do. And I wouldn't dream of using it outside of the season of fall. So, okay. So now we've caught up with where our skin's at. What are we going to talk about today? We have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, I think that number one on our list, this is uh, a Goop Watch <gasps> yes, segment. Goop Major Watch, Goop, Goop Watch special, yes. excuse me. Major Goop news. So Gwyneth Paltrow is rolling out a a product line of skincare stuff for the masses. <gasps> so Goop is unbelievably expensive, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Her and she it includes skincare products that I would love to try, but they're just a little too pricey. But now she has a Goop Beauty line that is coming to Amazon and it's coming to Target this week. I think tomorrow. Oh so we're God. recording this. On a Sunday, so I guess tomorrow we can buy it in stores, and it's all priced between like 20 and 40 bucks. And there's a word I've never heard before, but in one of the articles about this that I read, I came across it. She's, she's calling it a mastige line. So <gasps> a combination of prestige, but for the masses. Oh. Mastige. Have you, you see, heard that? No, but I just, I mean, this is why I love Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, who comes up with this stuff? <laughs> mastige. She's basically saying this is for the poor. I mean, it does make me think like, so it's a limited number of products. It's like a half dozen products and we'll talk about what they are. They're not the same as the expensive existing Goop skincare products. So um, she recently came out with this very expensive 
peptide serum. Yes. And that's supposed to do all these incredible things. And she had an episode of her podcast devoted to this serum where she talked to this plastic surgeon that helped her develop yes, it. I saw that. And yeah, I mean, I listened to it and I would love to try the serum, but it's like 150 bucks or whatever it is. So for example, that, there's no version of that in this cheap line. This is like just a whole new line of products. So it kind of does make me think of like, it's got the name, but it's not really the good stuff. Before I go into why what I think, let's just take a look at some of, of what she has on offer, what she's sending to Target and to Amazon. Yeah, what are these products? So we've got um, we've got the daily the daily juice cleanser. We've got the fruit facial exfoliating scrub. Now, use to me. Remember those apricot oh. Saint Ives scrubs of the nineties? I mean, I think it still exists, but Saint Ives is like the venom of skincare. Like Horrible. it is just like that, a tox it may as well have a skull and crossbones on the packaging. It is that bad for your skin. So yes, and I'm, we all used to use it in the early nineties. So we all have PTSD from using basically dead peach kernels and rubbing them into <laughs> our face. St. Ives apricot scrub. Yeah, the only body part that belongs on is your feet. Yeah, feet. You could scrub your feet with it. Calloused but... feet. Then we've got um, the Illuminator 10% Glycolic Toner. Okay, I'm I'm not mad at a chemical exfoliant. I'd ra rather that than something with beads in. So I'd be I'd be tempted to try that. Mm -hmm. Now, serum-wise, she's got the Healthy Aging Serum. It doesn't say any of the active ingredients on the front of that. Hmm. So we'd have to look into that a little bit more. Yeah, we need um, to look into this. Nutrient-rich daily moisturizer, okay. Yeah, I guess I'd try that. And then wide awake eye serum. Uh, yeah. Well, we have feelings about eye serums, don't we? I am not a fan of any eye serums. So this is not specific to GP, but I just in general, I've never found one that truly works, that, that makes some noticeable difference in my eye area. And I just use the products that I use on the rest of my face in my eye area. Yeah. I mean, I'm careful with stuff that might get in my eyes and irritate it. Um, but other than that, I just... Yeah, I just use the same stuff. Yeah, and I, th I think you're right. You know, I think I've said this before, but when I was um, going through my La Mer phase, I spent $249 on their eye cream, you know, and read every single amazing review about it, how it basically was changing lives, solving world hunger. It was just the most amazing product of all time. I bought it. I used it religiously. And if anything, it made my eyes worse. Because I feel like I have this... This is for another time. But I my, I have I have bags under my eyes and I don't believe they're a sign of aging. I actually think they're a sign of putting too much eye cream on. So um so anyway, my point is I feel the same way about eye creams that you do. I think the eye your eye area is on your face, it's part of your face, and it's gonna absorb whatever you're putting into it anyway, you know? So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think I, I think I, I'm not, I will not be getting the good clean goop wide awake eye serum. No, me neither. Um, so let's just talk about price. Okay. Yes. So like, for example, one of goop's, uh, exfoliators, the microderm instant glow exfoliator is $125. Mm -hmm. Okay. Reassuringly expensive. I yes. would say. And actually I think that product used to be called the instant facial, and I've used it, and I don't use it now because I use a chemical exfoliant that's just too much exfoliating, but that was a great product. Mm. It worked. Yeah. It really was like an instant facial. So 
Props to GP for that. Yeah, props to GP for that. But so their affordable exfoliator, which is the um, the fruity one, the fruit facial exfoliating scrub, which sound which does sound like a St. Ives knockoff, is twenty four ninety nine. So a hundred dollars cheaper. Mm. But it's like, is it a hundred dollars less effective? And if yeah. so, do, why do I want that in my life? Exactly. You know, it's like, God, I feel like I'm a character in Les Miserables at the moment. <laughs> like, just kind of, you know, begging for um, bread and water because I don't have any money. And this is kind of what Queen Gwyneth is giving giving the masses. Yeah, it's kind of, it's tricky. I mean, you know, it, it's a tricky uh, business move. We'll see. I'm sure. I, I don't know. Probably pay off. But like. Goop is a luxury brand in yeah. general. It's the brand is exclusive. That's part of its exactly. appeal. It's exclusivity. Um, so much of the brand is just based around people's trust in Gwyneth Paltrow's taste. Yes. As and she is a very wealthy person. So yes, she has expensive tastes, but we rest assured that her taste is impeccable and her products are up to a certain standard. Blah blah blah. Like I, she is such a part of the brand. Yeah. And um. So I don't know when a when a brand like that, where exclusivity and luxury is so much a selling point, comes out with this cheaper line for the masses, like eh, it's kind of a hard jump because you do just wonder, like, well, all right, is this just you know, crappy products? Yeah, but it also makes you wonder what a, you know what's what about the why is the expensive stuff so expensive? Yeah. If you can create another line for for a fraction of the price of the original stuff. Are we being are we we being ripped off there as well? Is all of skincare a rip off? Oh, oh, oh my god, I'm having no. an existential this crisis. Is, we can't even go down I didn't that road. This conversation was going to take a dark what? turn. Yeah, but what's real anymore? I know. I don't know. Thanks to this new line. Thanks, GP. You oh, really gosh. messed with our heads here. You know, it's like Victoria Beckham released a clothing line in Target. That I get. You know, it's kind of like you have our money, you have our money exchange. You, you know, you. There are mm-hmm. there are grades when it comes to clothing because the materials can you can you can use cheaper materials you can use less kind of precision when it comes to fit and form that makes sense to me with clothing but with skincare yeah I j- I know you I just know. have to wonder what corners are you cutting for the cheap stuff or are you just ripping us off with the expensive stuff or both I you know yeah it's just a different kind of product and I can't actually think of any analogy to this like is there any other like la mer or does augustine no. botter have no. a target line do you think la prairie is going into target or, i don't think you so. know or like ralph's you know <laughs> no <laughs> they've been, they've never heard of ralph's they'd cross the street if they saw a ralph's you know and whilst that's really elitist and snobby it's kind of what i expect from a premium skincare brand totally i know yes it is so mm. i don't know i mean it's interesting you know kudos to her for making a bold business move but um mm, as a consumer i'm skeptical yeah but you say you're skeptical but are you going to go in and buy the stuff i will buy i'll tell you what i will buy i i have no i actually have no interest in the um in the face products just because i have a regimen that i'm happy with now and like eh. Yeah. I don't need this cheap goop stuff. Yeah, this cheap shit. (laughs) But I will try, I think there's a body wash somewhere in the mix. Oh, she's doing body as well as she. So there's some. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, so there's some body products. So I would try a body wash. I don't have, I'm not married to any particular body wash, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I would try that. I would 
I would trust her on that. Um, I mean, she's and she does have a scalp detox as well, so she does do hair. Yeah. Yeah, I'd consider that. I am going to get some skin stuff because this is what I do. And this is why I have probably about five grand's worth of stuff that I use once and don't use again <laughs> in my bathroom. So this will go to this will go into my collection. Perfect. I'll use it once. I'll realize it didn't really work for me. And then it will just gather dust mm-hmm. in my uh, cabinet. It reminds me, did you ever try bubble, by the way? We talked about yes, bubble. You we did. did. No, oh, no, you no, didn't. I did. You I haven't did. tried it. Okay, <laughs> this is still it. your homework. You have to try I know, bubble I, and goop. Yeah, yeah, maybe You're I will do pig. a side-by-side comparison of bubble and goop. Bubble being a just a, a new affordable skincare line that doesn't come from the upper echelons of, you know, skincare is just designed to be affordable and allegedly effective. Let's do a comparison. Yeah, I have to say, I don't know. This is just like GP trying to have it all, you know? Like, you know, you already have a luxury brand. Like, do you really need a mass, you know, now she's trying to horn in on the CeraVe, Cetaphil, Bubble, the ordinary kind of budget but prestigious kind of skincare market but it's like I don't yeah. know, just two no, she's, things. She's robbed the rich of all of their money and now she's coming for the poor. Yeah. She's like a backwards Robin Hood. And <laughs> I just I just don't know how I feel about it. But I also know that the next time I'm in Target, I'm gonna go straight <laughs> to find it. So okay, so let's so something else we wanted to talk about. Last week we talked about if we had unlimited funds and access to the best skincare professionals on the planet what would we do well really the question should have been what wouldn't we do yeah because we would do pretty much anything but there's a few things we wouldn't do so we're going to talk about them yes we are so why don't you so let's kick off with you what you know if you have unlimited funds and someone came up to you and offered you any kind of skincare which one would you say hell no to there are a couple things the main one that i've heard about a lot lately that I will never do is a thread lift. Have you heard about this? Now, is this where they actually take thread and a needle <laughs> and put it into your skin and basically kind of do a, a curt like a tight, they tighten it with thread? Is that really? Yeah, um, kind of that's it. It's so almost like a, it's like a cheap facelift. So they, mm. they go and take a temporary cheap facelift. And I say cheap, like, okay, you know, in quotes, because it's instead of a $40,000 facelift or whatever, you're getting like a thousand whatever plus dollar thread lift. So yeah, essentially, I think they just take these dissolvable threads and they just somehow put them, and they're barbed, which sounds really (gasps) horrifying. Um, And they, they're kind of embedded into your skin. I guess they can be in different places. So you could do it along the jaw or like up higher. Some people do it to like lift their brows they somehow put these in there and they like pull your skin tight. I'm not explaining this well because I don't fully understand how it works, but um, they they pull your skin tight and then over time the threads dissolve and I think it's just a matter of months. So, mm. I mean, I suppose it can be looked at as an upside that this is not permanent. So if you don't like it, it can be undone versus surgery or something. But I don't know. To me, the whole thing sounds... A little too gruesome. It's, gr- One. it's, it's Frankenstein yes. territory, yes. isn't it? Number two, it's kind of like, okay, so then you have this temporary facelift for a matter of months. And then what? Then the, they dissolve and it, your face just falls again. Yeah. And you have to keep doing this over and over if you want to maintain that look. And then I also heard, 
uh, I heard on another podcast, there was a, a dermatologist who was talking about this and he said, yes, it can. One of the selling points is that it somehow these threads stimulate collagen production, but it also can create scar tissue in your face. So oh, it's like, no. I don't know. I just feel like generally speaking, I am very skeptical of anything that is not surgery that promises a surgical result. Like, don't want to get a facelift? Get this, you know, thread lift or yeah. stuff like that. I'm just kind of like, you know what? Yeah. I'm good. I'll save up for the facelift. I'll face save lift. up for the facelift. Yeah. Like, yeah, because just... we know that that works when done by the right person, you know? Totally. And I think you just have to have reasonable expectations about quick things that can be done in an office with no downtime, you know, whatever it is, like an injectable, blah, 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 like a facial, mm. you know, I think it's good to have reasonable expectations. Like, okay, this isn't going to make me look like I had surgery and that's fine. And yeah, if you want to look like you have a whole new face, just get a whole new face. Get, yeah, get a because whole new face. over time, you're just going to spend that money on the, the red lifts anyway, unless you just do it once, but that's weird, right? Can you yeah. imagine just looking like you had a facelift for like I don't know, six months or something, and then, and then it you just wake falls up one morning. back down. Yeah, and then your like your cheeks are knocking about near your knees. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I I no, I, I there's something about th- a thread lift. Just this idea of going beneath the skin and kind of using some kind of weird rope system to pull the face up. I don't know. I don't know why that doesn't appeal to me, but like making incisions behind the ear and just pulling my face up around my skull. That's fine. But yeah, this, the, the thread thing, no. No. But now that said, we talk, and with the fact that it, it wears off, you know, we're like, oh, what's the point? But you know, that's exactly what Botox does. Yeah. Botox paralyzes the muscles and for a few months and then it doesn't. Yeah. And we love it. I yeah. mean, I love it. True. Oh, God, I love Botox. <laughs> I miss Botox so much. And I'm telling you, as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm in gainful employment again, the first Fair. thing I will spend on my, on my, with my paycheck will be Botox. Well, good for you. And I'm talking hundreds of units. The works. Paralysis. <laughs> you won't be able to, you'll be like... Hello, yeah. I'm Roderick. Welcome yeah. to Put the Lotion in the Mouth. Yeah, so, yeah I will sound like <laughs> Buffalo Bill, actually. I, that's that's my goal, is to sound like Buffalo Bill. So I'm just literally... I just The only thing I want to move in my face is my vocal cords. Yeah. I want everything else to be frozen. I think that sounds good. Oh, but I, um, so we fa- sorry, I fell down a Botox rabbit hole there. But, um, but Botox doesn't really change the structure of your face fundamentally. It just kind of... It relaxes muscles and it treats wrinkles. But then I feel like the shift isn't for other people looking at you not so dramatic. I don't know. Maybe it's the same with a thread lift. I mean, look, no judgment to anyone that does a thread lift. And if you've had one and you're listening to this and you want to yeah, tell us that we're please, wrong, please if you, do. If you if a thread lift has saved your life, yeah. then get in touch. I'd love to hear some thread lift success stories. I just, here's the thing. I don't hear them. Not yeah. like I hear about Botox. Right. Totally. So... The writing's on the wall. <laughs> I agree. I'm, s- I'm I, just, plus yeah. I just like having something that I won't do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's good. To, it's good to know that you actually have a bar that you you know that, that there is a there is a limit to what we won't mm-hmm. do. You know, or actually a limit to what we will do. I should say. For me, it's the thread lift. So, what's your procedure that you would never do? Okay, so like I spend a lot of time online on TikTok looking at weird facial skin procedures um that you know um 
terrify people and they terrify me. So there's so again, there isn't much I wouldn't have done to my face, but there's one <laughs> there's one chemical peel <laughs> that is the stuff of it's like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre nightmare. Oh. So it's called the phenol peel, okay? And phenol like, it like, sounds like fennel. Like it the, sounds like fentanyl, like root. which oh. is terrible as oh, well. Gosh. But it's spelled P H E N O L. Okay. And according to you know, according to the internet, it's the most powerful chemical peel available, mm-hmm. and it's it is apparently amazing for treating fine wrinkles, sunspots, all of the stuff that we want to you know deal with. But fennel is basically it's a carbolic acid. And Ooh. it says it penetrates deeply into the skin to strip away the outer layer. Now, what that means is you put it on your face, it burns off your face. Oh, okay? no. Okay? You know, it's like, you know, like like an acid attack. You know, it's it's literally the same as throwing acid onto your face. And it um, it burns off several layers of skin to the point where it the whole face becomes one big scab. And then, and I've seen videos of this, and all you need to do is just type in fennel peel on TikTok and online and you will see the same things. It, the scab gets removed, revealing almost like a fetus-like skin. Oh, gosh, the sounds. Which then takes, there's a lot of downtime, obviously, there's a lot of healing. But according to, you know, the dermatologists that do it, you have a new face. I mean, you literally do because your old face burnt off. Right. And okay. I'm sorry, but and actually, I mean, what, what I want to do, Anna, I want to show you a video. Oh gosh, yeah, um, show me. So, so obviously, we'll just like just let me find it, and then because I want to kind of get your reaction. <gasps> okay, so right, right. So I'm just <gasps> show. I'm just showing Anna one of many, one of thousands of phenol before and after videos. Okay, so Anna, I want you to have a genuine response to oh, what you're gosh. about to see. I mean, it's already gruesome. Is that the skin? What are you seeing? Okay. Whoa. This looks like it's exactly what you're describing. It's like somebody with what looks like the worst sunburn you could possibly imagine yeah, on their like face. Yeah, like third degree burns. Like true, yeah. Burns I mean, victim. acid burns. And there is a doctor lift just peeling the whole thing off like one big scab and removing it. Oh, it is really gruesome looking. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. It's actually quite terrifying. I mean, because what, I mean, again, we're looking at other examples mm. here and you're just seeing someone's face literally... It's disfiguring. Yeah, becoming burned to the point of scabbing and then having it removed. Now, it does, the after effects are kind of amazing though. Yeah. You know, again, again, just Google it and see for yourself. I mean, they're, they're showing a before and after now that is quite dramatic looking, but... Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you on this. I don't know if it's worth it. Um, it would be traumatizing, I feel like. Yeah, it, it would be. And for me, I would need sensory deprivation. And by that, I mean they'd, they'd need to knock me out yeah. so that I'm not conscious when they are removing my face. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that is truly gruesome. I'm, I mean, I talk about him a lot on this podcast, almost to the point where it's weird. But you know that I'm a huge fan of Dr. Dennis Gross. Famous dermatologist, yes. maker of wonderful products, and a very good social media follow. Um, and I always have to say it, I'm this is not SponCon, but I, I'm really hoping that someday it becomes SponCon, but it's not right now. But he always says he is not a believer in um, 
treatments that require lots of downtime. So things that he, his, one of his things is that, you know, to get better skin, you don't have to traumatize your skin and do, you know, terrible things to it and then, and then heal. And so I'm kind of a, I'm a Dr. Dennis Gross disciple. Yeah. You know, and I I think you're right. I mean, it kind of bores me to think, you know, know. but it's, but it's, it's true. It's like less is more. Damage doesn't equate good skin. No. You know, and and actually it can often mean the opposite, you know. And, you know, people say beauty is pain. That's an old ideal. That's kind of Old Testament skincare. You know, now we're in a new time, a new age, where I think it's like being kind and gentle to your skin is the way to keep it youthful. Even though it can be disappointing, especially for you, because I know you like a good... I just like a good a vampire story. Mm-hmm. I just like to look in the ingredients and see chemicals I can't even pronounce. You know, that's what that's when I think it's money well spent. But, you know, I maybe need to, to shift my thinking there. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Yeah, I think we covered a lot of ground here. We have some homework. So you are yes, going to try goop. Maybe I, I will. I'll try a body wash. You do the body wash. I'm going to buy. I am going to buy like three or four products of hers and I'm going to start using them. I'm in that, I'm done with the pumpkin stuff now so I need something new. So I'm going to buy it and then next week I will have been gooped for a week. Okay. And then you can give me your honest opinion on what my face looks like. Perfect. Okay, excellent. Um, And we don't know yet all that, all else that's going to be on the lineup for next week, but it'll be a surprise. It will be. We can't wait to find out what we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as we do, we will let you know and talk about it. See you guys then. See you next week. Bye.